this week. It's something about, uh, you know, someone showing up to the pearly gates and the guy goes, harps, we don't give out harps. We switched to banjos years ago. So <laughs> that was pretty good. But um, so welcome to Communitas Church. This is our Christmas Eve service. And Communitas is a church that exists to love God, to love people, and uh, to make disciples that walk in grace, who grow in faith, who gather in groups, and in those groups, explore the way that the Lord has gifted them and then use those gifts to serve in and around the Brainerd Lakes area to make more disciples who love God and love people. That we walk in grace, grow in faith, gather in groups, and explore our gifts and then generously use those gifts to make more disciples who love God, love people. And on and on we go. I really like the Christmas Eve service. There's something about it's a it's a really it's a different dynamic than our our usual Sunday morning, and we're going to do things a little bit differently as a result. And uh, so we're going to sing some songs. The readers are going to come up and they're going to read some readings, and we're going to have a moment of silence in between those readings for about 30 seconds, just so that we have some time to to listen, to reflect, to ponder the the brevity of of those words and and the story. And um, then I'm going to give a, we'll give a message, and we'll do a few more songs. And, um, and kids, I know that you, we're going to do it different. We're not going to go to the back today, but you get to come up here and hang out on the stage, and, uh, and we're going to have a little conversation, and, uh, and we'll hang out. Actually, it's going to be a little more of a monologue. Sorry, kind of, kind of one-sided, but you know, feel free. You usually interject questions anyhow. So uh, without further ado... Kelly, if you'd continue to... Oh, actually, <laughs> since this is kind of a different dynamic, and, and I was talking to Jason before the service, and we were saying it's, it's a little bit like being in the living room, because we've got people that, you know, families visiting from out of town, and people are kind of moving around. So go ahead and stand up for a moment, and uh, just say hi to some folks around you, maybe those who, with whom, like, to whom you're not related, um, and, uh, and we'll gather back in a moment. All right, so the longer we talk, the uh, drier the turkey gets. So if you'd uh, j- continue to join in uh, joining me in prayer, and we will continue on with the singing. Lord, we thank you for the time to gather together, and we pray that, uh, that in this time that we'd come to know you more, we'd see you more clearly, um, and that we'd remember your coming and your coming again. So please stand. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Kelly and Jen. Feel free to have a seat. Okay, at this time we're going to have four scripture passages, and these are the four scripture passages that are read uh, in liturgical churches throughout the world. And so we join this evening not just in something that's happening here in downtown Brainerd, not just something that's happening here at 824 Laurel Street, uh, but something that is, is going on around the state around the country, around the continent, throughout the world. And so we join with fellow believers and in celebrating the coming of and the presence of Christ. And so these readings that we're going to do are, are, are very... Are many churches throughout the world are going to read this, have read it already today. We'll read it later on this evening. And so we get to take part in that. And it's a, it's a break from our normal format that's only about five times a year that we do this. Um, and it kind of culminates here on Christmas. So uh, we'll be reading out of Isaiah 52, 
7 through 10. We'll be reading out of Psalm uh, 98. We'll be reading out of John uh, verses, uh, chapter 1, verses 1 through 14. We'll be reading out of Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 12. So if I could have Katie and Seth and Vern and Julie com- uh, come on up and uh, they've prepared to read those passages. And so what we're going to do is um, we're going to go in chronological order. Um, and so Katie will start by reading Psalm 98. And then we're going to take just a 30-second pause to reflect on that, to notice what, what is God doing in that passage. And what does it say about, about us and, and how do we respond to that? Um, and then after that time of silence, then um, Seth will read the passage out of Isaiah. 30 seconds of silence. Vern will read out of Hebrews with some time of silence. And... Um, and then actually, we'll flip that around. Julie will read out of out of John, and then Vern will read out of Hebrews. And after each time, we'll just have we'll take thirty seconds to just listen and and to ponder about who is God and, and what is being shown about God in in that passage, and what does that passage talk to us, or how does it speak to us, and and how should we respond accordingly? So, Katie, whenever you're ready. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. For he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made known his salvation. He has revealed his righteousness in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the sound of melody, with trumpets and the sound of the horn. Make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. Let the sea roar and all that fills it, the world and those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the hills sing for joy together before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with equity. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who publishes peace, who brings good news of happiness, who publishes salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. The voice of your watchmen, they lift up their voice. Together they sing for joy. For eye to eye they see the return of the Lord to Zion. Break forth together into singing, you waste places of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has bared his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness, to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, 
but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the Majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son, today I have begotten you? Or again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, Let all God's angels worship him. Of the angels, he says, he makes his angels winds and his ministers a flame of fire. But of the sun, he says, you throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of uprightness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. And you, Lord, laid the foundation of the earth in the beginning, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment. Like a robe, you will roll them up. Like a garment, they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will have no end. Amen. Thank you, Julie. And Vern, Seth, and Katie, and Lord, we thank you for your words that we're able to read them, ponder them, meditate on them, pray about them, that speaks to us, that informs the way that we live. Lord, we pray for your church around the world where getting together and reading your word like this would be punishable, imprisonment and death. And so, Lord, we pray that we would take our resources, that we would use the way that you have blessed us to make your kingdom go forth, that peace would reign, that your glory would be known. Amen. Okay. Do I have any kids that want to come up here and listen to a story? Okay. When you come up here, I'm gonna, we're going to do, do one thing. So I need you to, uh, I've got this paper, so I want you to just write your name on this paper, and if you can't write your name, maybe a cousin or a friend or a sibling could help you write your name. 
You can write your name? I figured you You want red? All right, Khalid, come on over here. Yeah. Great. Go ahead. And you can write it on either piece of paper. Hey, Mr. Finney, come on up here. I bet Ollie will help you. We have some very careful penmanship going on up here. This is good. This is good. Okay, does everyone have their name written down on a piece of paper? Okay, do you have anybody else who wants to come up? You coming up? All right, you can sit down right here on the stage. That's fine. Now, does anyone know, is there something different about what I'm wearing? Usually, I mean, I don't have any socks on, but I normally don't have socks on. I got a backpack on. Yeah, do I usually have a backpack on when I come up? No, I usually don't. And and so this backpack, I, I really like this backpack. Yeah. And it's uh it, it can hold my got a spot to hold my racquetball, which is fun for when I'm walking down the road. It's got a spot to hold my my water. I've got a little I got some stuff. So you wanna now, now if you went online and you read about this backpack, it would tell you things about how it's good for day hiking and walking around and biking to work and all these different things. Now, if I was telling you about this, would you rather listen to me tell you about it or would you rather like hold the backpack yourself? Which would you prefer? You'd rather hold the backpack? Okay, well, how about if I gave you 15 seconds to hold the backpack and just kind of look at it and, and explore it? Would you rather do that or would you rather me tell you about it? you rather me tell you about it? Do you want, are you sure? <laughs> Do you want 15 seconds so you can look at it? You can see what all is in there? Do you want to? Does anybody want to take a look for 15 seconds? It's totally breaking down my story. You want to go? All right, thanks, Molly. Much appreciated. The turkey was really going to get dry otherwise. So you got 15 seconds. What do you, what do you see in that backpack? What's in there? Nothing right there. Yeah, that's usually where my notebook goes, but I've got it sitting behind us now. But you got a place for the notebook. You got some. Are there zippers on there? And we got Finney's up here coloring, so this is good too. All right. Can I take that for a second? Thanks. Perfect. Nothing in there. Okay. So what did we what did we see? Yeah, what's in there? So we got uh, yeah we got inside of here we've got we got my water we've got a notebook we got some other things. This is good and so we can read about things and we can have people tell us about things, but sometimes it's it's really nice when we can just hold something in our hands. We can learn a lot more about it when it's right there in front of us, right? And so in the story that we, or in, in, in the words that we heard today in the scriptures, one of the things is talked about how the, the writer of, of this book called Hebrews said that there were these, these guys named prophets. And a long time ago they wrote these stories and, the, and, and, the, and, the, and they came true. And they, and they said, and they talked about how they'd had been written, and and there was these words that were written about this this person who would come because long, long ago, 
our very first moms, our great 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 grandma and grandpa sinned against the Lord. And it caused this separation. And the people thought that they were that that the Lord had left them and that they were far away from God, but what happened was that they were far from God. But there was a promise that would come true that someday the Lord would come back. And there are all these names that these prophets called them. Do you know what some of those names are? Does anyone remember? We, we, we sang songs about like Emmanuel, about Messiah, about Savior. Have you ever heard us sing some of those songs when we sing? And, and they're waiting and they're waiting and they're waiting and they'd heard all of these words about this, this Savior that would come, this Lord that would come. It had all these different names. But, but now, let's see, who, we have, who do we have over here? Let's see, here's a name. we got Finn. Does anyone know who Finn is? Does anyone know, know who Finn is? Who's Finn? Who's Finn? Is this Finn right here? Finn, would you mind standing up for us? You can stand up? Thank you. This is Finn. And so right here, this is how you, you write Finn's name. F-I-N. And we can, we can talk about Finn. We can say, oh, he's, he's got a cool sweater. He's got nice blonde hair. He's got some cool, cool kicks on. But is that what makes Finn Finn? No, what makes Finn Finn is, is who he is. And why, why Finn is special is because he's here with us. And so we get to know Finn. We get to see Finn in all of his thinness, which is rambunctious and, and wild and fun. Yeah. And he's a good listener, too. Look at him go. Just hanging out. And so we love Finn because, because he's here and he's with us. And so then one of the readings that we said that we read today talked about how the Word became flesh and dwelled among us. Did anyone remember that? That's kind of a big concept. It's kind of difficult to understand sometimes, isn't it? But what that means is that Jesus, who was, we once thought was far away, has come here. For a long time, the people used to think that the gods lived up in the mountains. Has anyone ever been to a mountain? The mountains are way far away. We live in Minnesota. The highest point is 2,000 feet. That's hardly a mountain. And we might get scared. We think, oh, are the gods so far away? And so for so long, the people were confused and they were concerned because they couldn't find where the Lord was. And so the Lord said, I'm going to roll up my sleeves and I'm going to come to the people because they're far off and I need to bring them near. Wouldn't that be scary if you're far off? But wouldn't it be great if the Lord came near to you? And that's what the Lord has done. And that's why we're gathering here tonight to celebrate that the Lord has come near. He's come here to dwell with us. And that's important because that changes everything. No longer do we need to seek God out in the mountains or find Him in these hidden places for He's here with us. If we don't do that, we're going to continue to to walk in darkness. But what do we do as a result? We allow Him to be here with us and we seek Him. Is that pretty cool? You like that? I'm glad you like that, Finn. Okay. 
So what, do we, what should we remember? We should remember today, if we can remember one thing, one thing to remember is that God dwells with his people. And we should remind other people that he is with them too. And that we've been called to bear witness to that. We've been called to share that with people. And we can rejoice because he's no longer far off, but he is now near. And we can live with him. So Kelly and Jen are going to play some songs for us. Do you want to, do you want to stay? We're going to sing a song called The Way in a Manger. Has anyone ever heard that song? You've heard that song? Okay. Do you want to, can we sing it together? Let's all sing it with them, and then we can go back to our moms and dads after that. You forgot? Well, the words will be up on the screen, and, uh, and we, can, we, can, we can read those words, or we can just follow along with your mom. Oh. <laughs> That'll be tricky then. Touche. Can you guys follow my voice? Okay. The God who created all that is seen and unseen came in the form of a baby to dwell among us. May we go out this week bearing witness to this. May this fact change the way that we live. May the cosmic coming of Christ who once seemed far off on a mountain but we now see is here in the manger. May that change who we are. May that change the way that we live. And let us rejoice that we don't need to search for God's far away and trinkets and toys, but that he is here in our very presence. There are some uh, treats in the back. Feel free to uh, mingle as long as you need to. Go in peace. We'll see you next Sunday. Uh, Bring your tools. We'll be ripping apart the stage.